Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Oh, Monday. Monday. We're back again. Here we go. Another week. What's up? <laughs> it was a late night for me last night. So oh, yeah, you were up late. Yeah. Went to the factory, saw Nickel Creek. It's kind of a niche, bluegrassy kind of folky band. Went with some friends. Yeah, I think in your former life, like before you and I had ever known each other. Yeah. You were breaking it down to that like Mumford and Sons 2012. <laughs> yeah. You know, when the lead singer is also uh, the mandolin player. Right. That's a fun thing. I don't that's know. There's a know. fiddle. There's a, ba- a mandolin, a guitar, and a bass. That's all you really need, right? Uh, but th- it, was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was good to catch up with some old friends. And man, we had quite the weekend. I have a story from this weekend, and I, I want to get your take on it in a little bit here. Okay. On uh, the air. Happened at the Home Depot parking lot in Belleville. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. How was your weekend? Um, it was a good weekend. We did so many things. We also, we saw Trace Adkins out at Cedar Lake Cellars. Obviously, we had Tyler Childers on Friday night. Um, got yelled at a few times there. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was my mom's birthday. So it was just, it was a pretty busy weekend. Nice, nice. Uh, well, we have a busy show this week because we've got two chances to win. We've got your chance to win Tyler Hubbard tickets at 730. I think we're going to do some dramatic readings. Uh, and then a huge ticket to get your hands on the Jelly Roll Delmar Hall ticket mm-hmm. with the Big Three. We've got that all week this week at 8 o'clock. So be here for that with the Big Three. Lots of winning this week. So hang out with us. We appreciate you. Happy Monday. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. If anything can get Toby Keith out and about after all his health struggles, it's got to be his Oklahoma his Oklahoma, his Oklahoma Sooners. He was in fine form as he celebrated the Oklahoma, I'm sorry, the University of Oklahoma softball team's national championship win on Thursday. So he led a performance of his big hit, How Do You Like Me Now? And the team was jumping and hollering at their after party. You can tell they were just so psyched to have him there to celebrate on top of obviously their victory. I think this is their third victory. Such a random... So random. Why? He's like, his, he's a huge, like, University of Oklahoma fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> and he's from there. Can you imagine, like, I don't know if you've ever been a part of a team that's won a championship, but it's just like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Toby Keats is there jamming. Well, I think if you're a school that's that big, that might be different. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was right. This is their third straight national championship. They, beat Florida State University on Thursday. And Toby Heath being a lifelong OU fan, he was there to celebrate the girls' victory. And it was last year in 2022 when he announced that he was battling stomach cancer. Um, But by the end of last year, he had told everybody he was on his way to return to health, which is awesome. And just about a week ago, he posted a photo of himself looking like really thin and frail and he had a long sleeve shirt on. But we know like it's June in Oklahoma, it's probably really hot. So a lot of fans were you know, a little curious about how his health was going and if things were progressing the way he expected. But in this video, you can totally see that he looks strong. He looks excited to be there and hanging out with the girls after their big win. Yeah, and, uh, I feel like you can't not. I mean, I'm watching the video now and he's he's in he it. And so, are, so are they. <laughs> he looks good. And they all stood on that stage together and they sang. Happy, happy. 
and looked like a party to be at. That's great. I will post the that video to our Facebook page, so follow us there if you're not already at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. Casey, I think I messed up, but I wasn't really aware of it until I got home on Saturday. These things happen. What quick, did you do? Quick story. So my wife is taking my daughter to this like princess thing where they go to the meet sure. all the Disney princesses. And so it was guy's day. So I took Leo, my six-year-old, to the edge in Belleville. Mm, you ever cute. been there? Mm-hmm. Like bowling, go-karts, arcade, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we went there and she had reminded me that I needed to go to Home Depot to get some some cleaner, some carpet cleaner or something. So on our way back, drove to Home Depot, got out of the car. Two women were, they had a pickup truck and a bunch of like, uh, they had, it looked like they had just purchased some Facebook marketplace outdoor patio furniture or something. Had it all in the back of the truck. Uh-huh. And they kind of signaled me over. Like, do you know how to work these? They were talking about ratchet straps. Have you ever used those? Yeah. They're like more difficult than they need to be. They are. And <laughs> I've been in, I've been in this scenario <laughs> where I'm trying to I go on Facebook Marketplace or I end up with some piece of furniture and I don't have the proper knowledge and or tools to get it home. Yeah, and I, I feel like like just string could have worked to keep it all down with how they did it, but it was definitely overkill. So I got them all set up. We we ratcheted everything down. And then I got home and I told my wife about it. I was like, oh, it was a good Samaritan today, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Helped a couple ladies and she was like, I'm glad Leo's still with you. Because apparently this is the thing where two women... One woman. Oh, she thought like family. they could have stolen Leo. Exactly. You know, I'm not gonna I lie. I also even, had that thought. Didn't even think about it. Leo's just like, I'm bored, Dad. I'm bored. I'm trying to like help these women out. You know, strap everything down. I took my eye off him several times. Mm-hmm. Was so distracted. Yeah. It like I didn't even feel weird about like obviously that that wasn't what they were attempting to do. They obviously just wanted help getting this stuff home. But uh, yeah, it made me think. And she was like, yeah, I think about that stuff all the time when I'm at, you know, a Target or whatever. I just, I'm always, I wouldn't have helped them because of that. <coughs> and I just feel like it's all gone out. Like good, like that's a lot of yeah. reasons why good Samaritans don't really exist it's kind anymore. Of out the window. You don't trust anybody. You're worried about yourself. That's crazy. Totally. I have this thought all the time, especially because you know me and me with animals. Like if I hear, if I feel like I hear a kitten crying from ways away. I'm scoping it out. I am in that sewer. I'm climbing that tree. (laughs) And my mom has definitely had to like tell me a few times, especially growing up, like that's how someone can bait you and like kidnap you. Yeah. Or, you know, when you, when you grow up, you know, if you see a little kid running through a parking lot, it's always good to, you know, check and see if a parent is there. But also if you run out to go grab it, someone could snatch you up too. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Like, I didn't even think about that when I got home. Yeah, and I totally understand why you wouldn't, but I'm sure, I these, also- <laughs> I'm sure these women were super sweet, and it was fine, and everything was good. But I do want to know this. If 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 there were, if you know of two women that were at, at Belleville Home Depot, did the stuff get home okay? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know if it was okay when you guys got home. That's a long shot. Who knows? But uh, let me know on the text line. We just got a text from somebody that says, watch buying anything on Facebook Marketplace. I've been ripped off twice. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you get. <laughs>
Uh, let us know in the text line, 314-699-4766. Did I do the right thing by helping out these ladies? Those women are listening right now, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. We would never steal a child. We would never take Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I can tell you this, that uh, I'd have been chasing somebody. Oh, totally. <laughs> Down. Like, we got him. We're out. <laughs> Casey, over the weekend, uh, my son and I were going to Home Depot in Belleville, and two women were like, hey, we can't figure out these ratchet straps. And I get it. They're uh, too complex for what they do, right? Yeah, t- totally. <laughs> you go in and you buy it, and you think you just ratchet them down, but then you got to, it's it's a lot. So uh, they asked me for help. I got home. My wife said, well, I'm happy we have Leo because that's a good way to distract people from, like, their children so they get kidnapped. Right, for sure. Uh, so we asked on the text line, 314-699-4766, did I do the right thing uh, from the 618? I would have said, sorry, in a hurry, I'll let someone inside know you guys need help. And I did witness them. That is a good idea. I witnessed them ask the cart guy, the guy who was going out there to get the carts, and mm-hmm. he obviously didn't know how to help them. Yeah. And so this was their second attempt at getting someone to help. So, uh, but yeah, I'm terrible at thinking on my feet in these situations. This is why you always get a tip from me. If you ask for a tip at a Shake Shack or whatever, where you shouldn't get a tip, but you'll get a tip because I just, I can't think you on my feet. You just panic in the moment you yeah. go for it. But I also 30%, think- 30%, ah! No! <laughs> <laughs> I also think you were probably like you saw them ask someone else for help first. You saw that like they you you judged with your best, you know, yeah. your best foot forward. And I think you were probably safe. Yeah. From the 314, you did the right thing. But just be a little more cautious about it. We need more people who help in this world. That's true. I'm sure they were appreciative. So uh, let me know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Should I be more cautious? Should we stop helping people? Uh, for fear of everything. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Uh, the only common denominator we've had is that we find ways to lose. You know, we're losing in different ways every, every game. But uh, it is seemingly a thing where we're losing by one a lot. Adam Wainwright, everybody. Cards dropped two out of three with the also struggling Reds over the weekend. Uh, Adam, not not excited. They had that game yesterday until about the sixth inning, and then you know they lost. So yeah, this goes back to <laughs> something I haven't said in a long time, and it's all love to Adam Wainwright, of course. Um, but I just don't know why he didn't retire last year. <laughs> I just don't know why he didn't go with Yachty and Pujols yeah. because that would have been such an awesome super you know, high note. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. While you're ahead, I know they didn't make it very far in playoffs, but it's. I don't even know if they're, they're going to get to playoffs this year. I know it's pessimistic of me to say these things, but it's just frustrating right now. And in turn, the Cardinals are making one big change. They've extended alcohol sales to the end of the eighth inning. Mm. So let's go. Let's go. Come on now. <laughs> the games are going so fast now that they're losing money on alcohol sales. So here you go. End of the eighth inning now. You can get yourself... A $15 beer. The Giants are in town tonight. First pitch at 645. City SC tied with LA 1-1 to on Saturday, which is one of those things I just cannot wrap my head around in the game of soccer. Can you go home that night as a player and go, you know what? We did our job today, boys. We could have not played this game. Same outcome. Same result. <laughs> I 
realize you get points for scoring goals, like in the overall like grand scheme of things. I understand. I don't realize. I'm still not privy to it all. It's still confusing. <laughs> I just don't know that I could ever leave, like having played baseball my entire life, if we were just like, all right, you, you good? You, uh, sweet. 10-10. Awesome. <laughs> and go home. Do they do any like um, overtime or? They do in, <sighs> someone correct me on this. They do in major games. But not in like all games. Not in not in like regular season. Right, because like hockey will rarely like you go into a shootout or like you, yeah. you figure it out before you go home. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They don't uh, do that in all games for soccer. But yeah, I remember they did that in the Olympics one year, and that was a, that was really fun. So uh, I think that's determined before the game is started. They'll head to Nashville this Saturday, kickoff at seven thirty, and Connor McGregor punched the Miami Heat's mascot. And while it all seemed to be in good fun, it actually ended up hurting the dude inside. I saw this. Uh, you see, the whole thing was designed to plug CMG's new pain relief spray, which actually is used during the comedy bit. And the mask got obviously in on this, got socked in the face by Conor McGregor, and he actually got part of the dude's face that was inside the uh. costume. And sent him to the hospital. Imagine actually taking a hit from Conor <laughs> oh McGregor and thinking, it's fine, I'll have this padding. And you don't. Uh, Bernie, who's the mascot, said he was treated and then released with some pain medication and is okay. Oh, my gosh. Good to know. I did leave that on the Facebook page if you want to go check that out. If you want to see that punch, he gets him twice. He gets oh him my gosh. while he's standing and then while he's on the ground, punches him again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So go check it out on the Facebook page. Just search 92.3 WIL. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Do it right. <laughs> it's Monday. Gosh. Remy, have you ever considered getting a tattoo to commemorate like the coolest thing you've done outside of your family? I mean, like a... Like a Blue Angels ta- like jet tattoo or awesome. like maybe a radio pair of headphones or something crazy. Yeah, probably. I do that. TMZ put together a list of actors who got tattoos to commemorate their biggest roles. And the list is kind of cool. So I'll run through them. Um, the full starring cast of Lord of the Rings all got matching tattoos when the final film wrapped. It's the elvish symbol for nine, which is the number of members, you know, to do with the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the five original Avengers all got the Avengers symbol after they wrapped Avengers Infinity War. That's Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, Jeremy Renner, Robert Downey Jr., and Chris Hemsworth. Apparently it was Scarlett's idea. Okay. And they tried to bully Mark Ruffalo into it, and he was <laughs> not about it. Did they say uh, location? Is I think it it's different. Way? I think it's different for everyone. Gotcha. Um, Tom Holland got the Spider-Man symbol on the bottom of his foot. Ouch. Yeah, he says that was his biggest regret because it hurt so bad. I would imagine getting it done would either be... Like, are you ticklish at that? Is it like a ticklish I pain? I don't know. Is it a tickle pain? I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like pain to me. <laughs> Lady Gaga got the phrase La Vie and Rose on her back, which is a song that she sang in A Star is Born. Yeah. Margot Robbie bought a tattoo gun and tattooed the word squad on the entire Suicide Squad. Oh, she did it. She did it herself. Wow. Yeah. Um, Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys, and she, like, she's the mother of dragons in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. She got dragons tattooed on her wrist. I'm sure Game of Thrones people can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, the Pretty Little Liars cast got the first initial of their characters' names on their pointer finger because in all the show art and like campaigns, it was always a photo of them whispering with their pointer finger up. Uh, is it like on the, the side of your finger or is it on like a pad? It like shows... 
It's on the side. Side, okay. Yeah. So when you go shh. You can see their letter. L. Exactly. And even your boys from Breaking Bad got him. Do you know this? Meth. <laughs> no. We got blue meth right there on our calves. Aaron Paul, this must be like an inside joke. I haven't seen the full show, but he got no half measures. No half measures. No half measures. He got that on his arm. Okay. And uh, Brian Cranston got some of the periodic elements. Oh, okay. You're a big Breaking Bad guy, so I didn't know. I don't know the the half. I don't know. I feel like maybe that's something that Walter White yelled at Jesse Pinkman at some point, but mm-hmm. I could be totally off on that. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I am a fan. After all this inspiration and brainstorming, you still think your best idea is just a donut? Um, I used to, when, when I was in high school, I would buy old mopeds that didn't run anymore and I would make them run. Maybe a little moped somewhere. Oh, that's so, <laughs> that is so weird. My only tattoo is a moped. A moped. I mean, at least it's a good icebreaker, a conversation starter, if yeah. nothing else. See the full list and photos and everything on our Facebook page. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, have you ever had to go through the basement or a storage yes. facility of someone who's just passed or yes. you're going through all that stuff? Did you find anything of value? No, but it is always interesting. In fact, it's funny you bring this up. My grandparents had a yard sale this weekend because they they say that they want to clean their house out. So someday it's not such a process. Gotcha. Which I thought was kind of kind of nice. Yeah, thanks for thanks, thanks for thinking for of us. Because uh, you know, when when you die, we don't want to actually have to do anything. <laughs> thanks. I don't, don't want to figure out what's doing all your baskets. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I guess grandparents always have weird collections of things. Um, I remember when we were going through my my grandparents' basement. It was a money in the floorboards situation because mm. you know if you have grandparents that went through the depression, the Great yeah. Depression, they'd stuff money away in all these different places in the house, and you'd have to like <laughs> search kind of like an egg hunt. a little bit, yeah. But you don't want to give the next owners any money, so you got to look around. Uh, well, there's this couple in LA, and they're cleaning out their parents' home last year. They found a ton of pennies in a crawl space in the back of the basement. They were loose pennies. There were boxes of pennies, crates of pennies, but they estimated that there was about 1 million pennies downstairs in the basement, which only amounts to about $10,000. Right, but that's still so much space of pennies. Yes. The issue here now is what do you do with a million pennies? Because you don't want to give it to Coinstar. Right. right? They're taking 10%. Exactly. And you're probably going to stuff up that bag real quick. And they're going to have to come out and change it. And you don't want to roll all those, take them to the bank. Oh, my gosh. I, I did that with like $300. And that's not even worth it's it. It's not fun. It no. took me like six hours to roll all that. The bank was happy about it, though. I don't know what you would do. do you, oh, you'd almost have to sell them. You know what I mean? As weird as like, put them on Facebook Marketplace. Maybe maybe you've got a bunch of coin collectors out there that would go through each one of them and see if there are any misprints or someone that could appreciate pennies. them. Yeah, something like that. Because man, no, I I guess these they're like calling banks and banks are turning them away. At this point, you kind of wish that you could call whoever back from the dead just for a second to be like, "What's all this? <laughs> you kind of warned me." Uh, one person offered the copper value. Oh, okay. But that proved to be impractical. Well, so for now that they're they're holding on to them, unclear why the homeowner said stashed all those pennies, but 
Families believe they intentionally converted paychecks to copper pennies, believing that the value would be, would be worth more over time. So, kind of that like uh, tinfoil hat, like conspiracy theory mindset. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know, copper is going to be, and I think it is actually worth more than the penny mm-hmm. is worth these days, but man, that's a lot of pennies. I would be so upset if I found that. It's very heavy as well. Oh my gosh, so heavy. <laughs> Let us know if you've ever found something wild. Remy and Casey. All this week, right here at 7.30-ish, we've got your chance to win Tyler Hubbard tickets. Hello. We're going to be playing a game where I read lyrics dramatically from one of Tyler's songs. And then you identify what that song is and you win the tickets. And your goal here is that hearing your voice and the words out of context of the song yes. is going to confuse and make a little bit harder. Yeah. And I usually will pick something that's not the chorus of the song, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I don't okay. want to give it away. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> oh. Let us know at 314-954-9230 if you think you know what this is. Ready? Spin you in some red dirt. Sweep you off both feet. Out here where the sun sets. Silverado backbeat. That's all. Would you like more? (laughs) So are we naming the song or just going on after? I need the song. Okay. I mean, what the song title is. 314-954-9230. If you think you know what that was, then you can win those Tyler Hubbard tickets. Uh, the people must be confused because normally the phones are going off at this point, and right now they're still not. They're processing. They're processing. <laughs> Take it all in. Give us your best guess. Hi, this is Jamie. Jamie, we're playing dramatic readings of Tyler Hubbard's songs, and I will now read for you, and you will identify the song. Are you ready? Yes. Spin you in some red dirt. Sweep you off both feet. Out here where the sun sets, Silverado, backbeat. Is it dancing in the country? All right, I was super easy today. It's not going to be yeah. that easy for the rest of the week, people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much. I was just driving to work. I'm like, oh, I know that one. I thought I did. I mean, it sounds Perfect. a little bit more Shakespearean, so. Well, thank you. Thank you. Remy and Casey. All right, time for the big three. Jim and Breeze playing for those Jelly Roll tickets today. You want to go ahead and give that wheel a spin there, Casey? Spin it. What's wrong with it? Spin the wheel. I'm trying. It's not moving. (laughs) You had your your hand back there. You were holding it. I was holding the wheel. Uh, Today we're playing Man Sounds. Father's Day is this weekend. I'll play you a sound. You identify the sound. That's so dumb. What are you doing? Man sounds. I'm sorry. I didn't make up this game. It just it came up on the wheel. What's up? I have multiple choice if you need it, but I would really help. I would, I would really love if you didn't need it. You don't need the multiple choice. Well, I've got Jim on you my got, side. You do have Jim, who may or may not be a father. So here we go. Your first sound. Are you ready? Sounds like you're in a chopper. It's really. Yeah. What is that sound? Sounds like a chainsaw. 
What is that sound? Would you like multiple choice? It doesn't feel like a lawnmower. Do, am I taking less points if I no. take multiple? Okay, let's take it. All right. Is it A, a hammer drill, B, a jigsaw, or C, a circular saw? I'm going to say that's a jigsaw. Final answer? Yeah. Okay. Here we go with number two. Everyone hates that you just did that. I'm th that sound is terrible. All, all sounds on their own aren't awesome. Ugh. Especially man sounds. Hated that. Um, I have no idea what that sound would have, but like, I don't even have a concept. So I might go to Jim for this one off the top of your head. Do you think, you know, um, not really, but I have a wild shot. Okay. What's your what do you get of a whirl? Yep, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Jimmy there. Yes, I am. What do you I think am. it is? I'm, I'm trying to narrow down between the two. Let's go with a hose reel. Hose reel? Retractable hose reel. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. Retractable hose reel. Okay. okay. Listen, right. I trust that, Jim. You're going to go with that one? He's more likely to know that sound than okay. I think I am. All right. Here we go. Last sound. <laughs> God, it sounds like the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> golf cleats on asphalt. Oh, that's a good one. That's not it. What could that be? Would you like uh, yes. multiple choice? Okay. Is it A, walking through a swamp, Ew. B, squeezing sticky buns, or C, stirring mac and cheese? What are sticky buns? Sticky buns, like cinnamon buns, like cinnamon rolls. Okay. It's, um, it's stirring mac and cheese. That's disgusting. That's some crunchy mac and cheese right there. That's some Velveeta that's been burnt on the bottom. Uh, okay. I'm going to say mac and cheese because every dad loves his shells and cheese. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jim, how many questions do you think Casey got right today? I'm going to go out on a, I'm going to go out on a limb and say two. Okay. Two. Oh, yeah. I didn't have much faith there. That was a... Let's go through it. <laughs> that was a stupid game. Just say it. It was stupid because you weren't good at it. I'm trying. That's a hammer drill. What's a hammer drill? Uh, okay. Hammer drill? It hammers while it drills. Come on now. That sounds. <laughs> ah! Oh, it's like a fishing pole. That is a fishing pole. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> That's a fishing reel. You got it on the second one. And this one is indeed... Stirring mac and cheese! Let's go! You and your, you and your shells. People love mac and cheese, especially dudes. But dudes like to stir mac and cheese even more. I'm just telling you. There isn't a there isn't a dad in the in this area that doesn't make mac and cheese and then go up to his wife and go and stir it in front of her. Oh, gross! You don't do that? No. 
Maybe it's just you. <laughs> no, Either way, no matter what, Jim's still getting these Jelly Roll tickets, so that's good for him. <laughs> we, we can only go up from here at this point. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Jelly Roll's best-known tattoos are maybe like the striking ones that he has on his face <laughs> or, you know, the ones on his wrists that remind him to stay happy and carefree. But there's one that I bet you haven't ever noticed, and it's actually my favorite. You might have to pronounce this for me. Where's it at? It's on, I'm pretty sure, his wrist, and it is a... Quoka? 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 A Quoka? Type it in. Q-U-O-K-K-A. It is proclaimed the world's cutest animal. It is... It is a cute animal. Because it has a constant smile. Yeah. It's kind of like a prairie dog, if I had to like <laughs> describe it. If a prairie dog was like always smiling. It's like a cartoon version of a prairie dog. Well, it doesn't look like it should be a real animal, right? Jelly Roll says, I'm infatuated with quokas. I have one tattooed on me. Google says it's the happiest animal on earth. They're always smiling. They have no predators on their island and they just live off of eucalyptus trees, which means they're always like, hi, they're always happy. Look at this guy. I know. Look at this guy. What is he doing? Isn't he so cute? (laughs) So Jelly Roll says whenever he's having a moment feeling down, feeling sorry for himself, feeling like, you know, the odds are against him for whatever reason, he says, I take a look down at my wrist and say, just be a quokka. Be high and be happy. I feel like the capybara <laughs> is also in that mm-hmm. that category of like cute animals that you want to own, but you probably shouldn't. Uh, right. And they always just seem like they're vibing. What if quokkas aren't actually that happy? What if they're like the meanest animal in the world? I don't think they are. wearing a smile. I think they're like, they're known to be like soft and, you know, just gentle with people too. Yeah, but that's what like, that's the, the reputation of a koala, but koalas are vicious animals. I don't know, okay? <laughs> I'm just telling you what Jelly Roll said. <laughs> he said, I legit got a quokka tattooed on me when I was super drunk and I love it. So. There you go. There's that. We talked about tattoos earlier and how a lot of time actors or actresses will get one to commemorate their biggest role or their favorite, uh, piece that they worked on. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate most that Jelly Roll's favorite is not like a song lyric or uh, something higher, but it's his quokka. I think a platypus would be good. Cute. Yeah, a little duckbill platypus. Remy and Casey. When we opened the show today, I asked how your weekend was, Casey, mm-hmm. and you conveniently left out one of the biggest things that happened over the weekend. What was that? We got a wedding dress. She said yes to the dress. Did you say yes to the dress? Yes. I actually think I said bag it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was for sure a different experience than I think I had always imagined. Because also I think we have bad expectations because most... If you're in my generation, you probably grew up watching things like Say Yes to the Dress and you imagine yourself in this like huge place with a billion dresses and Mm -hmm. everybody cries and it's just a whole dramatic day. And it didn't feel like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We, first off, the place that I went to, I sent them like five 
of their exa- of examples of dresses I knew were in store. I was like, yeah. hey, I'm pretty sure it's one of these. Can we please try these on beyond that? You know, whatever. Yeah. So we go there. They set them aside for me. So nice. I tried the, all five of them on and the people I brought with me just stared blankly. Really? Yeah. Which I think is like yeah. the worst because you really, you really want it to be like this awesome big moment. I feel like if, I feel like if the crowd were dudes and not moms and women, then it might be like that. I feel like women are just so, they give you the truth. When you walk out, you get stone face. I would just be like, oh, hey girl, that looks great. I know. Next one, that looks great too. I know. Probably no help at all, but. (laughs) Right, but they're always, yeah. (laughs) So we were there and I, like I said, I went to try on about five dresses. I ended up trying on somewhere between, it had to be, 30 and a 50. I lost track. Wow. We were there for a long time. I started seeing just like blurs of white in the mirror. Yeah. Like I didn't even know what I was looking at. I didn't even know what I liked or didn't like anymore. So many dresses. So many dresses. And finally, the owner of the boutique, who I always, I always say the owners know best. They do know if they've spent that time with you, they know what you need. Yeah. So she says, okay, I have this one more. I want you to put it on and try it. I know you said no before, but you're putting it on. I tried it and it was just like, there you go. Nice. I look in the mirror. My godmother's there. She's crying. And I was like, you know what? Girl, bag it up. <laughs> I got to get out of here. We all mostly like this one. so Yeah, like it, it, it was kind of hard because it wasn't that like super, super sparkly crying moment. Yeah. But well, I mean, once it gets fitted and all that stuff, then I feel like maybe maybe that'll be the moment. Oh, I'm going alone. Yeah. When oh, all okay. that happens, <laughs> because I may really love it or I may be yeah. like, man, what did I do? In my mind, and I don't know which it'll be. In my mind, you guys have been trying on or you've been trying on dresses like for two hours. And then at the end of this, the owner comes in and she opens this like closet and and there's fog rolling out and there's music playing and then you put the dress on and boom you're there and you just know you know when you know that's what i wanted it to be like but you know i think i'm pretty confident in it i think it'll be good i think i'm just dressed out yeah well congratulations thank you it is still a great moment Casey's getting married next year. So check this off the list crazy to think that uh man luke combs is already gonna be at bush stadium uh, and that's only our first Bush Stadium show of this year. It came quick. Remember last year when we were like, ah, oh, he's coming in June. Yeah. We made the announcement in like September or something crazy, but it's finally here. Well, we're going to make another one or we we did earlier in the show. Bailey Zimmerman is going to be coming to the pageant next year. Well, uh, February 29th, 2024, Bailey Zimmerman, Josh Ross, live at the pageant. Pre-sale starts on Wednesday. Uh, you can sign up now to access the pre-sale uh, tickets through Bailey's community. We've got all the links up on the Facebook page. You can check mm-hmm. that out there. But uh, yeah, we're, I can't believe, I don't think there's any other shows announced except for his for next year so right. far. Far and few between. But I know that this one at the pageant, you know, he's he's going to be opening up for Morgan Wallen at Bush Stadium. So yeah. him coming to the pageant, it's going to feel like a small venue. So if you want to see Bailey, make sure that you're getting in on this pre-sale. Definitely need to do that. And we've got all the info at 923WIL.com. Casey, you were at the Trace Atkins show over the weekend. Yes, at Sear Lake Cellars. Right city, right? Uh, how many songs did you forget about that he started playing and you're like, oh, yes. 
a decent amount. But yeah. I will also say he played probably like three or four new songs that I obviously. Okay. No one knows the new stuff. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of in that same vein, Travis Tritt's going to be performing at Songs for Soldiers this year. Uh-huh. And he's that he's that same way where you're like, you haven't heard his music in a while or whatever. And then you start going, oh my gosh, this one, this one, this one, this one. Uh, Songs for Soldiers this year with Tiger Lily Gold and Matt Jordan as well. The 10th annual Songs for Soldiers. That's going to be September 15th in Columbia, Illinois. Cheap beer, food, family-friendly fun. It's right down the street from my house so I can walk. As we always say, you're not invited. <laughs> you cannot come. <laughs> but all the proceeds do go to uh, combat veterans, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's huge. You can get your tickets now. Reserve them while you still can. 923WIL.com. On the way out today, uh, we had a concert announcement today with Bailey Zimmerman. It's going to be performing at the pageant in February of next year, February 29th, the religiously period, the tour period. So With Josh Moss. Yeah. Josh Ross, Ross. actually. <laughs> Dang re- it. Removed the Moss, and now he is the Ross. Oh, Josh Ross. I knew it rhymed. February 29th. Uh, the pre-sale starts on Wednesday. You're going to want to hit that up for sure. Uh, Wednesday at 10 o'clock if you want to go see Bailey Zimmerman next year. Have you checked your plans? Do you have anything going on February 29th of next year? I think I can pencil them in. Yeah, it's okay. going to be a good show. That will be a good show. We've got all the details on the website if you missed that. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 wil